Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the Nat Day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. And we're back. High Fives Podcast episode, what do we call this one, 33? This is 33 if you count my my bastardized version. Well, we got to count, you mean the, the version where you tried to kick me out of the podcast? Yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was an awkward we moment. All, we all make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for Some me back. bigger than others. Thanks for taking me back. Yeah, yeah. Are you, you know, glad to be I, back? I don't, I don't think I've ever had a successful breakup that ended up coming back together. We didn't really break up. No. We, we should clarify that. We're still best of friends. We are. Yeah. So here we are, episode 33. Uh, it's a new year. It's a balmy minus 19 out in Calgary today. It's very, very cold. But it feels a little bit warmer when you come, when you kind of rebound out of minus 30. Yeah. And that wind isn't there. The wind is key. There is no wind today. I was pretty stoked on that. Like for all of you that don't live in really cold temperatures, they have a thing called wind chill, which significantly decreases the temperature outside. And it's been super windy. So without that, like minus 19 is like almost, uh, almost hoodie weather. You could wear shorts. <laughs> We're not that hardy yet. No. Especially I, you. You're pretty soft right I, now. I bet you there's a dude wearing shorts somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. There's always a dude wearing shorts <laughs> here. Like the minute there's some sun, he's like, oh, I'm going on the patio. I saw a thing about this guy in Toronto that doesn't matter what the temperature is. He's this old guy. doesn't matter what the temperature is. He runs b- beside this news station every day and he never wears a shirt ever. <laughs> doesn't matter what the temp is. Can't go swimming here, though. I feel like that's a bit like he's just trying to get attention. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's a nudist. Oh, don't get me started on nudists. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Topical. Yeah, very topical. Nate, happy Only New Year locally. to you. Yeah, and to you, too. How, how was your New Year? Yeah, same old. Yeah, we're both like not real big New Year's people. No. It's just another year. It's a turn of the page. It's a uh, another trip around the sun, as some might call it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any resolutions? You know what? I don't really believe in resolutions because I figure like if I can't like create a new pattern or stop doing something in any point of the year, <laughs> I probably can't do it on the first either. So what you're saying is you're not going to try to be nicer. I am not. No. Oh, well, I mean, maybe that'll come in April. Who knows? That was my resolution to be nicer to Nate and it's not going to happen now. <laughs> it's just dead. You pulled your resolution yeah, because done. I have no resolution. Yeah, it's just done. <laughs> This it doesn't sound very resolved, Mike. <laughs> what is it? Like halfway through the month? <laughs> I'm over. Yeah. 
So uh, it feels like it's been about uh, eight months since we did our last podcast. It was quite a while, actually. I got super sick in November uh, with like the flu to end all flus. I've never been that sick in my life, I don't think. That's what everyone's saying about how, how bad it is. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm terrified that I'm going to get it. I think I'm going to get the flu shot next year to protect uh, myself just from that behemoth of a sick. I got the flu shot, but it seems like I know a lot of people that got the flu shot that are getting it though, yeah. this year. So. Well, they only protect against what they guess. Yeah. <laughs> like that to me is so, so kind of insane and archaic, but whatever. Nevertheless. Take a chance. Yeah. Take a chance. Exactly. <laughs> they should call the flu shot, roll the dice <laughs> instead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was sick in November and then December, we never really try and do one cause it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, Mike was on holidays and, uh, into, uh, into January. I so did do a are. solo podcast. Name. You did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> Actually, I thought you did a pretty good job. Oh, thanks, Nate. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate it. It was way tougher without you. Yeah, well, you make sure. everything sound so much better. I do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I bring a lot of flavor to the table. I'm yeah. kind of the color guy, if you will. <laughs> I always assumed I was the color guy, and I was the play-by-play. <laughs> yeah, you think? You the play-by-play carries everything. Yeah, the color true. guy just like jabs a story in there every once in a while. And then I go, and here he comes. Yeah, that's it. Your color or your play-by-play. I love color. it when the play-by-play totally just interrupts <laughs> the play, the color guy. Color guy's telling some shitty story about when he played. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, the guy's like, no, 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 don't worry about that. It's like there's a goal. Cut his mic right out. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, what have you been listening to? Well, let, yeah, let's get to that because uh, it's been a couple months of what I've been listening to, but I tried to tailor it to just what I'm currently listening to as opposed to the last couple months. Um, so I have been going through a lot of the uh, the lists from, from 2007. 2007. 2017. 2007 list would be pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, 2017, actually. All right. And I've actually found quite a bit this year. Usually I, I, I read a lot of the list, but I don't find a lot of stuff. Um, this year was an exception to that. Um, so one thing I've been listening to uh, currently is a band called Modern Chemistry. And they put out a record uh, last year called uh, Everything in Gold. And, uh, yeah, I really... I, I don't think it's for everybody, um, but it's a great, like, album album. Yeah, I gave it a quick listen the other day. I was I could see myself going back and listening to it. Yeah. Sometimes it seemed to flow very well as an album and Yeah, it's kind of got that operatic feel to it, you know, where there's kind of movements within the songs to kind of connect all the songs. Yeah, and it's super produced, but it it doesn't like come off as like too glossy or Yeah, it comes like it's it's produced well. Yeah. But it doesn't come off as a fake glossy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel that way too. Uh, it kind of has a little bit of that free throw kind of vibe to it for me. Um, yeah. Kind of maybe a little bit of like the national kind of sound, but I really dig it. Uh, kind of like a new emo sort of mm-hmm. sort of sound, I guess. New emo, coining it here. No, it's probably been coined. Hey? I'm sure. Plus, there's an emo revival already. You can't go new emo <laughs> after an emo revival. <laughs> How many revivals have there been? Oh, there's always a revival. Yeah. Um, I <clears throat> I was going to try and push past it. I just couldn't No, do you it. just don't push past those kind of things. Cough into the mic next time so everybody can know. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Next time. That's what, the, that's what the listeners want. They want to cough right into the mic. Yeah? Yeah. Get a lot of people. Do I get that. a lot of feedback for that. Yeah. <laughs> they're like. A lot of comments. They're just like, hey, the podcast is great. But. Comedy's great. Music choice is excellent. I don't think anyone said comedy is great. I think you made that up. <laughs> I did. Yeah. 
But I also made up that coughing into the mic was great. <laughs> so <laughs> way to ruin the bit, Nate. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a play-by-play guy. I'm more analytical than that. <laughs> you did a good job cutting me out there, too. <laughs> um, I've also been listening to the uh, new Jeff Ro- uh, Rosenstock uh, post, which uh, uh, was a surprise New Year's Day gift for everybody. I guess he was trying to keep it a secret, and for the most part, it was. I mean, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't hear anything about it until I saw his tweet. Yeah. So way to go, Jeff, because I think that's pretty hard to do in today's day and age to keep something like that a secret. For sure. And he only just put out worry like last year. Yep. So, I mean, kudos to him. I prefer Post to Worry, actually. Um, I think it's a great album. I haven't heard it yet, to be honest. Okay. I'm, it's on my list of things to listen to. It's definitely worth listening to. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Uh, also been listening to uh, the direct hit Pair Split Human Movement. It's just awesome. I yep. mean, what else can you say about For it? For sure. Um, that was a really good combination, actually, with those two bands. And I feel like Pairs kind of uh, developed their sound a little bit, too. For I don't know if it's just specifically for this record, or, um, but it, it, it's, I mean, it, it definitely still sounds like Pairs, but it, it seems like an evolution of their sound. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I've also been listening, lastly, um, to the uh, Baby Driver soundtrack, like, so, non-stop so good it's so good like it's it's got to be probably the best soundtrack i think ever done but that kevin spacey track now is really weird <laughs> like yeah i don't know it's weird i was listening to you're gonna get into it are you no i'm not gonna get into okay. it we're not okay. gonna go, we're not gonna go that way but i just uh i don't know it was just weird to listen to the kid koala one you mean yeah yeah like i, it's uncom- I thought that it's was com- really cool though that that was like a full song yeah yeah you know in on the soundtrack um, it's just, I mean, it's got everything you could ever want on a soundtrack with loads of stuff that I would have never heard of before. And because of the, if you've seen the movie, the soundtrack's even that much better because you yeah. can like, it's, it connects you to it. It's like yeah. going to see a band, them playing a really great show. And then you have this connection to their records exactly. in a different way. It's kind of like that. And that was a movie that, uh, Mike and I went and saw together. That was a hot date. That was a hot date. It was a, uh, what do we call them? Uh, employee uh retreat yeah employee retreat yeah yeah team building we boosted our morale (laughs) we shared some popcorn in a big way (laughs) in a big way all right that's enough talking from me mike what have you been listening to well to be honest i haven't really listened to anything specific i spent a lot of time doing that solo thing right which was again way more effort than it needed to be i like how you keep plugging it though yeah well that's what i do (laughs) so a color guy does plug my life you're so colorful (laughs) But basically, uh, at this time of year, I'm always spending my time just going through lists. So yeah. What I do is I go through all these lists and then I jot down anything that seems like I'll do like a quick snippet of the song, a couple songs. And I'll be like, oh, that's, that catches my ear. Yeah. And write it down on a list. So I've just been compiling my giant list of yeah. bands that I need to check out. And then uh, that's what the plan is for this next weekend is to well, go through my list. It's a good time because there's like been nothing in December. There's nothing coming in yeah. January. Like it looks like a pretty rocky start to 2018. And it's a good way to investigate further what you missed, totally. which is a great segue into our topic. Yeah. Why don't you tell everyone what the topic is? No, why don't you tell everyone about the topic? Because I'm you're still, still not unsure. I'm still yeah. not 100% sure what the topic is. <laughs> so the topic is, this one comes courtesy of our pal Jeff Munt. Um, it's top five albums discovered in 2017 that aren't from 2017. Yes. Is that clear? That's clear now. Okay. There's a lot of, uh, lot of uh, 
gaps in my brain when I was coming up with these lists before. So. Well, 2017 is said twice. Yeah, now now it's okay. And it's not from 2017, so that's that's maybe where the confusion stems from. You know what, Nate? Even when I asked you about it yeah. and you told me what the topic was, yeah. or when I was like, oh, I can't remember what we're doing, yeah. I went back and checked our, after I had compiled the list. Yeah. Uh, I went back and checked our original text messages, and I'm like, oh, it's very clear in the original text message. <laughs> Why <laughs> just I wasn't this? retained well, is what you're saying. And then, still, being the dumb guy that I am, <laughs> <laughs> made my list and looked, and I was like, I still don't think I did this right. And then when we were talking on Facebook, and Jeff wrote the topic out again, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> you didn't do it right. No, I didn't do it right. So this was like a three-time fail. <laughs> but I feel like I did it right now, so... Hopefully, there's no mistakes as we're going through this uh, list. Well, thanks for the list suggestion, Jeff. Um, and uh, I actually didn't get a lot of music that wasn't from 2017 last year. Like, I just, uh, I think there was so much that had come out that year that I ended up buying a lot more new releases and wasn't really looking for stuff I'd missed over the years. I kind of felt that way, too. Like, I usually there's a lot more. Yeah. Which is maybe why I struggled a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, why don't we start? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, my first album that I picked, uh, which is called American Miserablest. It's by a band called Free Kittens and Bread, oh. which is a bizarre name and ultimately uh, very quickly drew me to the band. Um, and this is one that I probably should have flagged a little bit earlier. It's on that, uh, they have a track on that Beard Sane comp uh, that we've referenced a couple times on the show, which is an awesome compilation, like one of my favorites in, in years past. And um, anyways, that, uh, that comp came on the shuffle um, as, uh, as my Apple iPod was... Uh, DJing? Yes, DJing, exactly. And uh, I really, it just connected with me. So uh, I went and checked out uh, this this album, really like this album. Uh, it came out in 2016, and uh, the track I picked was uh, Pity. And uh, they kind of have like a gaslight slash against me sound with like a hint of Alkaline Trio in there. Um, this newest release has a lot, uh, it's a lot different sounding than their first release. I'm one of those guys that if I really like a band's album, I'll go back and like just start buying the back catalogs up. And uh, their, their full length prior to that has a lot more of a folky sound. So big progression. Uh, between the two records but uh yeah i mean if you're into those bands like that sound uh this could be a band for you uh, you know what i don't know them at all excellent so i'm i'm bringing you something new know, which I'm, is rare this is a great start to the year this is this is amazing well, 2018 <laughs> here we come yeah get ready strap in vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> no comedy mike to you uh, okay, uh, this is an album that came to me recommended from a friend who thought I would really dig it just because of um, the comparisons to bands, to the org, org core bands. Ah, yes, the old org core. With my air quotes. Yes, I love the org core. <laughs> um, and then uh, I can't remember if I started listening to it before 2017, so this might be a cheat, but I definitely like got into it okay. further into the year. Um, and now I really like it. And they're a band from North Carolina that play like melodic punk. And I think they played Fest a couple times, so. Well, that would play into the org core. Yes. Yeah. And it's a band called Almost People. I feel like I've heard the name. And the ba and the song, is, or the album Songs for Best Friends. Cool. And the song I chose was Bored with Booze. 
So you're dedicating this to me because it's songs for best friends? Yeah. Oh, nice. See, you are being nicer, as reluctant as you've been. Well, I made the list before I found out <laughs> you weren't going to be nice to me. <laughs> On the first draft or the fourth draft? It's <laughs> it's not anything that matters, all right? Okay. Fair enough. All right, all right. Fair. Fair. Uh, and then the, the funny thing before we get to the song is that I, while I was doing research for this, yes. I saw that they put out an album in 2017 wow. that I didn't know about. Wow. So I purchased it. Excellent. And uh, maybe it'll be on the list for this podcast theme next year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this could become a tradition because I, 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 I think it's a good way to kind of throw back to music that, uh, that maybe wouldn't make a list, right, in, yeah. in any other way, shape, or form. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's hear What was your track again? Here we go. It's uh, Pity by Free Kittens and Bread. And Bored with Booze by Almost People. There we go. Tell it to yourself. Tell yourself you don't need anybody else. Squeeze pity from under the folds of American lands. Because freedom is too much. You can't handle what you want. Having had a cloud of fear and despair at Backbone was this 
think 2018 is off to a pretty good start here. Yeah, Nate. Yeah. Really good pick, Mike. Thanks. I like it. I like yours as well. So far, you're following the topic closely. You're you're committing to the actual topic. Yeah. Not just going rogue, going on your own. So I'm happy to see that. I have uh, to go my own way. <laughs> you can go your own way. Are you Stevie Nicks Fleetwood in this? Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> in this group? Shout am I, out. Am I Mick? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so number two. Here we go. I think this one will maybe initially surprise you and then you'll go, oh, that makes sense. Or maybe it'll be the other way around. I kind of wish there, the people listening could see your facial expression. It was perfect for that. Because <laughs> that's exactly what, what I would do. That's the like, mystery of radio. Yeah. 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 Or, well, I guess is isn't radio. I don't know. It's kind of radio. It's kind of. Yeah. When I got the music, I got a place to go. Shout out. Rancid. Here we go. <laughs> Number two. Rancid. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better segue. Yeah. Um, my next pick is an album that came out in 1999. Long time ago. That's quite a while ago. But I only just acquainted myself with it last year. And it came from um, the, uh, you know, everyone's talking about Spotify and I, I can't commit to it, but uh, they do offer like a free mobile version. And uh, I thought, well, free, that's cool. Free is a good is a good word. And we're always like wanting to hear new music. And when you pick something, they start putting in, like you can't listen to an album front to back. You have to listen to an album on shuffle. And then they just put in music. They think you will of, like? Yeah, of other bands while you're listening to that band that you've chosen. So it's kind of neat. Like uh, not something I listen to all the time. It's and basically got rid of me. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, you're you, you're a much better curator than Spotify, um, but it's good for like uh, bands that you've never really gotten into and have always kind of been interested in, and um, you know you can get a really good preview of of what that band sounds like instead of you know the the iTunes preview where you get like forty five seconds. A lot of times that that won't meet my my uh, expectation, and I don't end up buying it. So. Anyways, that's where this comes from. Uh, the album's called Very Emergency. Do you know it yet? Very Emergency. I know it. I know the title. The band is The Promise Ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why do I know that? <laughs> I never got into them. Yeah, I know. I, I, that makes sense, discussion. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's one, of those, one of those records that uh, I think I connect with now more than I ever would have and uh i mean that that really uh speaks to the timelessness you know seeing as it was put out in 1999 um but i really like it it's a oh, good record yeah it's awesome i think it's i previewed a couple other promise ring records and they didn't really do it for me but this one kind of front to back was uh it, it had a lot of interest i don't know if this was like a turning point for the band or or uh, anything like that I think they had already been, if I recall, they had already been popular and this is their first like well major or no. pr just well produced. Well produced. I think it was on Vagrant, right? I don't know. I feel like it was on Vagrant. It, it was, it's, there's a remastered version now too. So that probably helps the, uh, the old production value. Anyways, the song I picked is called Deep South. My favorite from the, from the album. And, uh, yeah, if you're like me and you were a snob to bands like Promise Ring in 1999, <laughs> 2018 <laughs> might be your year. <laughs> <laughs> so to you mike to me uh this is a band who come from a city are you gonna say this is a band in 2018 are you taking it that's my thing <laughs> your thing <laughs> okay i'm gonna come up with a new one i'll give it to you you can have it i don't want it you want it just let me finish talking <laughs> i'm the color guy i know 
No, you're not. You're play, play by play. play. Guy. Sorry. Play by play. I interrupt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a city most recently described as the worst city to play in NHL game in due to it being dark, cold, and questionable when it came to accommodations and internet accessibility. Really? <laughs> That's a lot Do of Do you research. know what city that might be? Oh, uh, wow. Um, I'm going to guess Pittsburgh. No, it's your favorite city, Winnipeg. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> But maybe that's, that's shocking. That is a shitty city. <laughs> no, that well, just that like it would be that kind of back, uh, that kind of. When's the last time you went to Winnipeg? Well, a long, long time ago. <laughs> Hasn't changed. Yeah, probably not at all. <laughs> As one of our friends once said, it's a great city, but it could use a fresh coat of paint. <laughs> Man, anyway, we are not gaining fans in Winnipeg. But maybe this is why their music's so good. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe it's such a like meh winter especially in the winter such a meh city that you got like yeah got nothing better to do but write great music yeah because there's a lot of great bands from winnipeg there is yeah like a lot of my favorite bands come from there shout out winnipeg <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned a lot on this podcast yeah eh? yeah um and the band i picked was the uglies okay and the album is Fuck Up My Whole Weekend. Are they Canadian? No. They're, they're from, from Winnipeg. Oh, they're from Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said this is a band that says this No, about, no, no, no. Oh, uh, they're NH- from. No, NHL players just said that. It was a big controversy on TV. Oh, okay. So, you know. I misunderstood. Well, you don't follow sports. <laughs> That's true. Sports, 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 sports. Or Winnipeg bashing. No. No. I support it. Yeah, your hometown. The Uglies. Cool. I uh, like that band. Yeah, you've heard them. I, I think I've... We played them before, not on the podcast, but you and me listened to them before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the song I picked was Jesus in a Jail Cell. Excellent. Is it about Jesus in a jail cell? It sounds like it's about a guy who kind of looks like Jesus. Well, let's listen and find out. <laughs> All right. So we got Promise Ring with Deep South and... The Uglies, Jesus in a Jail Cell. I'm 
That was a good pick. Thanks. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed yours as well, Michael. I feel like I should dig up some Promise Ring later and listen again. Yeah. Because I do like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I Again, like, I think it's a band that uh, I would enjoy spending a little more time with now that I'm of age. Of age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next on the list. Uh, here is a band. Here is a band. Yeah. Keep workshopping. <laughs> Do you mind if I do it live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you mind or yeah, go no, ahead. No, just go ahead and do okay. it. Let's just, let's just do it. Here is a band um, that I stumbled across, uh, I, I believe, you know, just like, I don't know where it came up to be honest with you, but it just kind of fell on my lap and I picked it up and I listened to it and I liked it. And it was one of those bands where I kind of went and bought a bunch of, they had like a deal on their, on their band camp that was like, you know, buy this album for 10 bucks or buy all our discography for 20 
So I bought it all. I like when bands do that. Yeah, I like it too. Um, this is definitely the best album of the bunch. Um, it's their more recent album, and I think that they they really uh, define their sound a lot more. It came out in 2015. Um, they have kind of like a like a very technical sound, uh, like a Wilhelm scream kind of technical guitars and stuff like that. But it's got more of like a skate sound than like a like I wouldn't say Wilhelm screams hardcore, but like more on that more to skate punk than yeah. metal. Yeah, exactly. Um, but with technical guitars, yep. uh, the band's called PMX, not BMX, but with a P. And uh, the album's called Dark Days. The uh, song is Brave Face. So that was my pick. Another kind of interesting thing about this band is uh, they did a decline sort of record. Uh, it's a 24-minute song, and uh, the album's called Ballad of Tony Montana, which tells the story of a young Tony Montana coming across to the U United States and uh, follows him through his life to being gunned down in a blaze of glory. So the there's way a we all tidbit go. for you. <laughs> The American dream. It really is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what the Statue of Liberty says, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Come here, make some money, get the gun down. Done. Go out and feel in flames. Right. Oh, well, this song's going to be much different than yours. Okay. <laughs> I like mixing these yeah, together. These, these, uh, a fun editing <laughs> moment for you. Well, it, it, it uh, plays into the spontaneity of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. The non-pre-planning. So to you. To me. Uh, the name Lee Corey Oswald is a, a name I've heard a lot over the past, like, probably four years. Okay. Like, have you heard? Lee him? Corey Oswald. No. Like, I always just kept hearing him mentioned by bands like Menzingers or Jeff Rosenstock or Chris Farron and stuff. And, then, and I, um, I just really never knew anything about him. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, and I just figured he was, like, a player in one of these bands that I just never heard about that never made it. Yeah. And one of these days, one of those a while back, I went and just picked up two tracks on iTunes and did the thing like you did, like the 30-second sample. Yeah. Picked up two, listened to them, thought they were good, but they just never really made it back into the rotation. Yeah. So I didn't pick up the full album. They just became a casualty of the digital age. See, I find when I do that, I never listen to those songs if I just download like two. Oh, I do it all the time. Really? But that's how I find out if I want to get the album because if those two stand, yeah, then I'll be the album. Otherwise, it's just like... See with a Back quick, in my digital archive. A quick interjection is my rule is I preview it. If the first three tracks grab me, I'll buy the album. Oh. If it doesn't, then it's gone. And there are a couple, there have been a couple of bands that I have gotten done what you do, like maybe four or five songs, but it, I, two is too, too little. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, well, we're different people. Yeah, we are. <laughs> different strokes for different folks, my friend. <laughs> If only I knew the theme song for Different Strokes. I'm trying to think if I know it. I watched a lot of Different Strokes when I was a kid. What you talking about, Mike? <laughs> what you talking about? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I kind of forgot about them for a while. And then, like, in the middle of last year, one of the songs came on my iPod in the shuffle. Oh, nice. And I was like, listening to it, and I was like, oh, that was really catchy. And then I screenshot it because I was driving and I was at a light and yep. I didn't want to get a ticket. So I wasn't going to do more research there. <laughs> I don't think anyone can bust you at this point, but I get what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Did a quick screenshot. Yeah. Just so I, and then went back and purchased the whole album and ended up really, really liking it. Cool. So, and then I made it onto uh, full, full, full album shuffles. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. 
Yes, yes, yes. I know. The album is Regards. Okay. And the song is Sarah is a four-letter word. So is this a solo, like, solo it's guy? Weaker. Is that it's his name? Of, yeah. It's kind of weaker than Z. Okay. So. Not John K. Sampson solo, but more weaker than? Yeah, more weaker than. Like, okay. it's not as folky. Cool. So. Cool. Lee Corey Oswald. Yes. Is that his real name? I doubt it. It'd be pretty cool if it was. It was. It would be, actually. <laughs> Okay. All right. So here we go. PMX with Brave Face and uh, Lee Corey Oswald with Sarah as a four letter word. Boom.
functioning member of society. I'm not really sure exactly what that means to me. Take a picture. It should last a couple of years. This is where it always starts to stop and starts again. So please excuse me if I'm wasting all your oxygen. Sarah, Sarah. Here I am, now tear me up. Apologies aside, nice try, we're alive. Maybe just too dumb to know we die. Stating the oblivious, I think I'm way too into this. Just a moth I'm curious, George This was to you, like me to you. All you were to me was someone new. Go on, tell me off. I swear to God, I'll try to stop. See, I would say more Johnny K. Yeah, now that you say that, listening to it, it's more Johnny. Yeah, it's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah, he's got kind of that that droning voice too. That kind of like, I don't say whiny because whiny often has a bad connotation to it. We should bring back whiny on like the positive side of talk. Yeah. No, I don't think whiny will ever. No, you don't think whiny will fly as a positive. No one wants to be whiny. Maybe. But you know what I mean, right? I like, it's not whiny, but it's like, I don't know. It's It's got like oh, a... Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. But like in a good way. Like yeah. not in an annoying way where you're just like, shut up. Not like Charlie Brown. Yeah. But I feel bad for Charlie so Brown. So do I. Like when you watch that stuff today as an adult, you're like, wow, these kids are brutal to this guy. <laughs> what? They call him a blockhead. Yeah, but like they're always putting him down. And I was just kind of like remembered it like from when I was a kid, like just like Lucy being. No, they're all mean to him. All of them. Even Linus at times is like, come on, man. Like the the baby of the group (laughs) is even putting him down. Yeah. Like Snoopy's the only one that doesn't. Yeah, I think even he does. Yeah, you think so? Okay, Woodstock is the only one that doesn't. Yeah, maybe Woodstock doesn't. And the teachers, because you can't understand what they're saying. But. Anyways, I feel bad for Charlie Brown. That's all I got to say on the on the subject. Moving on. 
Here's a band that um, I uh, I went to a show last year, and uh, this is uh, the the headliner of the show was not somebody uh, somebody that I was interested in, but hadn't really gotten into their records. Saw the show and was blown away, um, and it really got me into the records. I'm sure you've had that experience before. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I I love that. Like I I love when a band can kind of prove to you that yeah they're. Not that they're proving to me as an individual, but you know what I mean, right? No, it's like one of the best things about going to see a band live when they, they can either ruin an album for totally. you. Totally. Or make an album for you. Totally. So that that band was Radioactivity. Oh. And yeah, I was you... super stoked to, to see them and get turned on to their music in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. Which obviously turned me on to more of uh, the Jeff Burke bands, right? Like I had a, a couple Marked Men records and, you know, they weren't on heavy play, but I, I enjoyed them. I enjoy them a lot more now. Um, Lost Balloons is one of his bands that uh, I have, but it it's not something I pick up very often. I, I think it's, it's a lot different than the other sounds. Um, but this band that I chose... Uh, was uh, a band that I had never heard of, never expected to uh, to hear. And it's basically Radioactivity minus Jeff Burke. And they opened up for Radioactivity. The band's called um, Bad Sports. Oh, yes. Bad Sports is awesome. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. I really like it. Um, and he produces their records, but he's not... In the band. In the band, yeah. And it was kind of bizarre to see because basically Radioactivity takes the stage as a three-piece. Uh, they play as Bad Sports. And then they kind of come off the stage and come back on. The bass player switches with the guitar player. Jeff Burke comes on, and now they're radioactivity. That's pretty rad. <laughs> it was rad. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, probably played into why I, I enjoyed the show. And um, and anyways, I, I ended up uh, really digging bad sports as well. Oh, they're a great band. I love them. I didn't Until you told me that story, like, kind of previously. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know they were part of radioactivity, to be honest. Oh, really? Like, I discovered bad sports before radioactivity yeah but still that same vibe right like that yeah, kind yeah. of lo-fi you know like um, those dirt nap bands and those yeah kind of, yeah yeah i really uh i really dig that that sound it's kind of you know surf rocky a little bit but it's got a totally different kind yeah, of straight yeah. ahead vibe to it it's got a garage rock feel yeah very much so um so the album that i chose is called bras which came out in 2013 um probably my favorite of of their collection yeah and the song i chose is called nothing in this world and this is you know again both of these bands like um i think their albums translate really well to um or their stage show translates really well to the albums i would say the stage show even more so than the albums just because um it's it's a more full sound you know when you have such a lo-fi sound to begin with yeah and then you play it live it just it fleshes it out a lot more and they're at palomino right yeah which is a good venue for that kind yeah, of sound because like that low that ceiling venue. and kind of exactly. like yeah yeah really full yeah so uh, that's what i have for you mike awesome yeah it's a great album yeah a great song thanks all right uh, it's a lot of accolades yeah i'll take them <laughs> put them in my pocket and save them for next podcast <laughs> so my next pick uh I originally thought it was a 2017 release. Okay. Because I got into it in 2017. And um, when I was putting together my list for the year end, I had it on there. And then something clicked in me. I was like, I should check and make sure this is actually from 2017. <laughs> you don't want to mislead people. Yeah. Right? I mean, like the five people that <laughs> look at my list are like, I don't want to really screw somebody over. Anyway, so I was looking at it. I was like, oh, yeah, it did come out in 2016. 
So, Beauty. Uh, and the band is from Vancouver, and they're a band called The Corpse. Don't know them. And um, the EP is called The Blackest Night. And the reason I really got into them is because the band is a reference to a comic book. The album is a reference to a comic book. And all their Makes songs... Sense. All their songs are referenced to comic books. Makes sense. So, so a theme band. Yeah. Which is something that uh, that resonates with you. And uh, I originally found out about them because I think they were playing one of Russian Tim's shows in Vancouver. Okay. Sometimes I look on those just to see if there's anybody to check out. Do like, they spell it corpse like dead body or corpse like corpse, military? Corpse like military. Corpse. Okay. It's a reference to the Green Lantern Corpse. Oh. If you've read some comics, you might know. The Green Lantern Corps. Corpse. But C-O-R-P-S? Yeah. I feel like that's pronounced core. I don't think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think so. Really? Wow. <laughs> well. Because I think corpse yeah, needs they, an E. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well. Oh, now I sound like an idiot. <laughs> you don't sound like an idiot. I'm just teaching you things. No, that, no, thank you. You're welcome. I'm really dumbfounded. Hooked on phonics worked for me. Hooked on Nate work for me. <laughs> I'll be, you know what? You're back in the good books. I'm going to be nice to you for the rest of the year. Wow. We'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> I gave it five minutes. <laughs> uh, the, and the song I went with is The Killing Joke uh, because it's a good song. And it's also one of my favorite comics. That's a comic, Killing Joke? Yeah, it's a Batman comic. Wasn't there a 90s band called Killing Joke? There was. Yeah. But the Batman comics are kind of like where you get them the major Joker origin that okay. they use, for like all the movies and stuff. Like the real like dark bad Joker. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard that they're doing like a origins movie about the Joker? Yeah, see that's weird though because there's no real origin story for Joker. There's like right. a bunch. I mean, of different... they made it up, right? Or maybe they've amalgamated it from all the different stories. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different storylines to what the real origin of the Joker is. But Have you heard is... who's playing him? I don't think it's been talked about. Okay. Yet. But uh, Killing Joke, if it, Killing Joke is kind of like the accepted origin story of okay. Joker. It's really, it's really dark and creepy, and yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, like legit, like probably the worst he villain. Paralyzes, ever. he paralyzes Barbara Gordon. Oh, I didn't know that. And rapes her and stuff like that. It's a dark, it's a dark uh, comic. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> thanks for thanks for thanks bringing for, this down a level, yeah. Mike. Jeez. All Get right. It. Well, let's. It's one of Alan Moore's best comics. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the core. Yes, is a really good band. So okay, cool. Out. I will. I will. Uh, we got bad sports with nothing in this world, and the core with the killing joke. Good job.
this But tell me just how did I get here A couple flashes pass I try to hold one But it is not clear The one thing that I know is waking up inside of me It touches my stomach I'm pretty sure it won't be set free Just don't be shocked when I am locked up You won't find a key And a night comes late at night The devil playing inside until uh, Poor Habit puts out another record. It's five songs, so you can't go wrong. Oh, well, perfect. I almost always buy an EP if I like the first song. I'm sorry, I don't I even preview the rest. Five, I'm like, five songs is a pretty solid... Yeah. It's a pretty solid gauge. And it's usually anywhere from like three ninety five to four ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we're on the last pick, Mike. So, yeah, wow. This it, went by quick. It flew by, yeah. I'm glad we got to do this again. I really missed you, Nate. I know, I know. It's... You made a mistake, yeah, and we all make mistakes, and I, I can be big enough to forgive it. And uh, hopefully none of us get the flu for the rest of this year again. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. 2018 is going to be a big year. I can feel it. You can feel it? Is yeah. there anything you're looking forward to release-wise? I don't know anything off the top of my head. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Um, I am looking forward to that new Brian Fallon record. Yeah, it's supposed to good. come out, I think, in a month or two. I don't know. Um, but I am looking forward to that. I feel like there's a couple albums that I do know of that are coming out, but nothing comes to mind immediately. It looks like a real soft start to 2018, though. I saw direct hits in the studio. Oh, yeah. But I don't know whether that's actually coming out. I'm sure it will be. I mean, they turn them around so fast now, right? Like, you can get a record done in like a week. Oh, Seth, Seth Anderson has one. He's recording oh, yeah. right now. That'll be cool, that. I think. Yeah, I really like his uh, that first record he did on one week. Yeah, I think I probably... This could that could have made my list here because I think I listened to it more in 2017 yeah. than before. But and he's coming to town uh, with Joey Cape. Coming to town. <laughs> well, he's from Canmore. <laughs> he lives but he's in on Canmore. tour. He's been on tour forever. Yeah, like yeah. He did, 
he was whirlwinding it like a like you two or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be flattered to hear that you equated him to you two. I would be More insulted if you equated me to you two, but I get where you're going with it. I think the touring schedule was okay. on a U2 level. Okay. The touring venues and transportation. <laughs> Probably a little different. No. Probably a little different. Anyways, uh, we're on our last pick, so let's get to it. Um, Should we say thank you before we go to our picks? Yeah, you know what? Uh, let's do that. Or do you want to do our picks and then say thank you to no, people? I no, think, I think the former. The former? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I like the, that you, uh, you hold me to task on that because I often forget. Yeah. You don't like to say thanks to people. Well, you're just, you're more appreciative than I yeah. And that's where we, that, that's a good mix again. That's it the is. yin and the yang. That's why we do this together. Yeah, that's how it works. Anyway. So go ahead, Mike. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Thank you. And thank you, Nate. And thank you. And thank you to the people listening out there. You the people. You the people. Maybe you found us on the web or on iTunes. Oh. Or, or on Facebook. Or Twitter. Maybe even Mixcloud. Oh, maybe that's you're the deep our, cut. Maybe you're on the WhatsApp chat. That's the deep cut. Yeah, that's the real deep cut. And you know what? It's a great little chat. It is. Because I find a lot of music through that. And, uh, you know, it's inter it's international. So there's a lot of stuff that you would have never heard about that that comes to light. It's because, true. you know, uh, it's international. It is. It's <laughs> <laughs> an international it's man a, of mystery, Nate. It's international. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I feel like left. Jack Nicholson saying, it's international. <laughs> It's my your, best, Jack Nicholson. Your impressions are getting better. Are they? Yeah, there's a lot less Peter Griffin and a lot it's more. <laughs> my brother says that too. He says, all your impressions sound like Peter Griffin. I'm like, really? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think my Kermit the Frog sounds like Peter Griffin. It might. It doesn't. <laughs> I refuse to accept that. Uh, last, uh, can't wait to hear your list for this podcast. And if you have a best of 2017 list, send it to us and we'll post it. We're a little bit, I was away on vacation and Nate was sick and it was busy. Yeah. We're through the holiday hangover now. So, so send in your lists. We'll post back them to up. work. You get your own little spot on our website. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty great. Nate. That's my best selling. That's my that was, salesman impression. That's like, uh, Sounded nothing like Peter Griffin. Just no, it did For the record, no, you're, you're batting them out of the park today. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to your let's get to your last pick. It's a real deep cut. This deep one cut. goes all the way back to 1966. 1966. Eh? This celebrated its 50 year anniversary in 2016. Yeah. 1966 plus 50, 2016. I did the math earlier today. I'm trying to think if I know it. Oh yeah. Well, keep guessing. I'll keep talking. Okay. Okay. I have, an, I have a guess. Okay, go ahead. No, keep, keep no, talking. I no, I, I want to no, no, I don't want to be embarrassed again on here. Okay. So okay. let's keep going a little bit. Give me some more hints. I'm going to give you some hints. It had a lukewarm reception in the U.S. when it was first released. Okay. There's a, the harmonies and a myriad of instruments okay. were what made this, you know, a very unique record. At the time, you know, a lot of these instruments weren't used in rock music before. Okay. Set a new standard for record production. What year again? 1966. And it was much more kind of depressing thematically okay. than right. previous releases. Go ahead. Pet Sounds? Yes, sir. <laughs> By the Beach Boys. I Musical nerd absolutely for the win. love this record. 
Um, I mean, as we talked about many times, I grew up on the Beach Boys. Yeah. I have a very soft spot for the Beach Boys. But through my upbringing, this was something that my parents didn't play. You know, like, I mean, I knew all the hits, you know, all the surfy songs, all the real, like, up stuff. Um, but this was a record. I mean, sure, I knew the, the, the hits from the record, the singles, like Sloop John B and... Uh, God only knows and wouldn't it be nice um, but as a record I never really was exposed to it until last year and I kept seeing it uh, it must have been because it was from 2016 I'm always a year behind on my social media so no, there was always coming up there was a lot written about it that's why last year yeah there, that's why I knew it when you said that okay. I was like I'm pretty sure it's pet sounds but I wasn't and I knew you liked Beach Boys so yeah and uh, so I mean you know I uh, I just went and and discovered it and uh I think part of that too was uh, I think I've talked about this movie before. I should really work for the publicist of this movie, but Love and Mercy, um, which was a movie about Brian Wilson, and it focuses largely around the time that he wrote Pet Sounds, um, and that's where I just decided I need to experience this record, and I went out. Well, I didn't go out anywhere actually. I just went onto my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and I downloaded it. And what an age we live in. It is phenomenal. Like it is a phenomenal record. And to be 50 years old and still stand up and still be hailed as one of the greatest records of all time. It's pretty awesome. It is. And I love the fact that it had like this lukewarm reception because it was totally different. Right. And I mean, the Beach Boys could have been, you know, gone down in history as, as nothing as a result of this record. But instead, you know, it, it developed um, an even deeper following and i did buy i finally caved and bought a record player this year but i've resolved myself to only buy records that are my absolute favorite albums to listen to because i want to actually listen to it i just don't want it like sitting there and i can't afford records because we don't get paid for this so uh hint hint i'm getting nudge paid. nudge oh <laughs> you're not getting paid yeah yeah that that makes a lot more sense <laughs> Um, but Pet Sounds is one that I bought and, uh, I, I just can't say enough good stuff. I mean, if you've, uh, never been a Beach Boys fan, um, it, it just doesn't matter. Just, you should, you should really experience this album in its entirety. Um, the song I chose is my favorite song, uh, and probably has a, a big nostalgic, uh, reference for me. And, uh, the song is God Only Knows. Uh, I just, I love so the good. instrumentation in it and, the the melodies and just everything about that song is is a great song it's one of my favorite songs i think yeah yeah it's me too. so good it is good yeah so there you go that's uh that's my last pick that's a good pick nate yeah i'm glad you rediscovered it yeah well discovered it really yeah well i mean you'd heard the beast i mean you'd heard bits of it bits yeah but not, i i think it's like one of those records that really does need well, to be a, appreciated as an album it's a front to back yeah yeah, yeah. so do you mike Give me your me, last pick. My last pick. Of the first episode of 2018. My last pick is a band I was introduced to through one of our uh, listeners' reply casts. Oh. And that would be Joel. Very good. Yeah. Shout out Joel. Yeah. My and Age podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this person's been on the My Age podcast is as well. Is it me? No. Oh. You're not, I already pitched your band on the, an episode. You need you need that much glory? No, I didn't want my band. I just wanted to know oh, if just it Nate. was... Yeah. You just want to be on... No, like you said it was somebody who'd been on the My Edge podcast. But how would you be my pick? 
if you were on the My Age podcast and the Reply Cast. Oh, I thought you meant just like something I brought up on the My no, Age podcast. No, sorry, Nate. I thought you were going to play Onyx or something. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but I discovered Onyx a long time ago. <laughs> back to back fuck, to fuck up. up, Nate. Yeah. That's how I should have gone with that. It was back to fuck up, Nate. <laughs> These bald guys are crazy. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the band is We Set Sail. Okay, cool. So I don't know if you knew them before because of your time in Australia or not. No, I hadn't ever heard of them before. But I, when I listened to that song on Jules Replycast, it was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I had I had picked up the album and I just I really got into it this year. Yeah. And um, I like how they use sound clips and, and it kind of reminds me, interestingly, like of the bands I listened to in like the early two thousands, like a bunch of the. It's got a negative connotation, but the emo kind of bands that I yep. listened to at that time. And uh, it just kind of brought me back. And it was this band takes all the good stuff from those bands yep. that I liked. And like, so. Cool. Uh, I, it's, it's a strong pick, Mike. The Elm is Rivals. And the song I went with was the same one that Joel had picked. Yep. But uh, I figured it was the standout one for me as well. Yeah, Plus, I love, the, I love the Rocky uh, sound clip. Yeah. Because I'm a big Rocky fan. And the song is Every Story is a Beginning, a Middle, and an End. I know you're a Rocky fan. Yeah. I mean, you're one of the few people I know with a portrait of Sylvester Stallone tattooed on your heart. So. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Eye of the tiger, Mike. Eye of the tiger. I have the tiger. That's how I live my life. Every Sing us out, when, Mike. Sing every, us out. Every morning when I wake up, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a constant pump in. Put on some sweatpants. Yeah. Jog in Converse. Yeah. Can you believe he's jogging in Converse in that? That would hurt your feet so much. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like when you watch like some of those older basketball movies and they're playing in like the Chucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. That's why I got... That's what he's running. He's running in Chucks when he does the Rocky scene. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's why when I played basketball in in junior high, I didn't know much about basketball. And you played in Chucks? Yeah, I bought Chucks (laughs) at Costco for 20 bucks. Worst basketball shoes ever. I think I rolled my ankle so many times, but I didn't... I didn't ha- own a pair of like runner runners. I just had, uh, I think like slip ons at that time still. And I begged my mom to buy me a pair of Converse at, at uh, Costco and they were $20 and I still have them still wear. Wow. Cool to look at. Not a high performance shoe. No, though. they're not a high no. performance. They're really not meant for Calgary and it's <laughs> no. shitty weather. No. So but, there we have it. There we have it. God only knows by the beach boys. And we set sail with every story has a beginning, a middle and an end. Just like this podcast.
Let's go. We're ready? And we're back. Don't High wait. fives. Yeah, that's how I'm starting it. Nice. <laughs> Did you like it? I did. Go for it again. Sorry. 